What's up, what's up, y'all? What's happening? You know what time it is. It's 7 o'clock. It's time for Out of Bounds. It's Tuesday, the day after Monday, the day after the Giants got whooped. But hey, that's no, that's a whole nother, a whole nother thing. I have, no, I have too many lines in that game going. I'm glad they got <laughs> Oh, you had the lines on the fantasy? Had Stafford, Bush, and, uh, and Golden Tate going last night. Oh, yeah. Those were some good picks, man. I was glad the Giants showed a little life at the end because that way they wouldn't bench their starters. <laughs> it didn't help me. I lost anyway, but nonetheless. Man. There you go. Look, speaking of NFL, oh, man. He was on a wing and a prayer, but he's out of there. John Bon Jovi is not in the uh, hunt. He's no longer in the hunt for to own the Buffalo Bills. It was reported that this guy, Pagula, uh, Terry Pagula, owner of the Buffalo Sabres, he made an offer. He's a front, the clear front runner, and the franchise could go to him for somewhere between $1.1 and $1.4 billion, the Buffalo Bills. So John Bon Jovi, he was with a Toronto-based group. They previously uh, tried to do something. Donald Trump, he was with somebody who tried to do something, but – they came up short, man. They didn't want it. They didn't want it. They didn't want it bad enough. Tentative agreement. Uh, Terry Pagula. I don't know how to say his name. Terry Pagula, whatever. Uh, $1.1, $1.4 billion for the Buffalo Bills. There you go. Yay for the Bills. Keeping on the football tip. Speaking of tips, <laughs> your man, Shady McCoy, Sean McCoy, of Trevor's beloved Philadelphia Eagles. You're learning how you got the name Shady now, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> he goes into a restaurant, all right? Uh, he goes <laughs> he goes into a restaurant, PYT Burger. I don't know if there's any relation to Michael Jackson or anything, but he goes into PYT Burger in Philadelphia, and he gets, you know, he gets a burger or gets some fries or whatever he gets. $60 bill, $61.56. This is his tip, 20 cents. I don't even know what per- what percentage is that. I don't even know. But anyway, 20% would have been about 12 bucks, 13 bucks. But Shady, but no, Shady McCoy, fresh off a win against the Jaguars. He probably got a game bonus check for whatever he got. He gives him a whopping 20 cents. And and look, don't even say it was a mistake. He meant to say $20. He meant to say $2. No, he puts the dollar sign 00.20. 20 cents, man. That's 20 cents all across the world. So we, we don't know what the waiter was doing, though. For all we know, he was he was going, he was wearing a Tony Romo jersey or he was talking trash to LaShawn. I, I'm going to try to defend my guy, even though I, there's one thing as a server I've been in my life, and I've been a server, is cheap tippers. It annoys me more than anything. It could have, I guess, I don't know, is it worth to leave 20 mm. cents on 61 or to do like LeBron does, leave like $4 on like a $2,000 bill? I mean, what's kind of worse, though? Yeah, check the PYT Burger tweeted, LaShawn McCoy, you're a pretty good, pretty great, pretty great running back? What is that? Pretty great running back. He's a great running back, but a pretty lousy tipper. 20 cents on a $60 check, question mark, not cool. And then Les Bowen, 
I guess he's a writer at the Philadelphia News. He gets on Shady McCoy. He says that uh, my understanding is he was really ticked about the service, but organization wishes he'd handled it differently. He understands. I mean, what is this? It's, it's like it was. Is social media driving everything? I mean, the the organization, yes. the organization to... is mad because you don't you don't tip someone. But apparently, Shady McCoy is a multiple time offender. He went to uh he went to Get a P- year suspension for this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he went he went somewhere. What did he say? So they 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 retweeted somebody retweeted PBR Philly retweeted and said, "Shady, we love you." But you know you did the same thing at North Bowl Philly about two months ago. Man, hashtag man up. <laughs> yeah, hey, some oh, people don't tip. like the tip, man. About I mean, a tip. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, look. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't look, know. I'm a good tip. Listen, I can't afford to tip like a Sean McCoy, but I always tip at least 20, 30 percent. Even the, yeah. the service is crappy. I'm still giving you probably 15, 20. You got even it. then. Yeah, I mean, I feel know. bad for servers. I've been in their yeah. shoes. Exactly. It, what are they making? Like two bucks, three bucks an hour? Depending now? on where you work. Anywhere between two fifteen and probably four dollars an hour, depending on where you work. Yeah, I mean, I remember I worked at uh Sizzler, right? So I worked at You're Sizzler. showing your age because this is not thinking around anymore. <laughs> Sizzler was good, man. <laughs> I loved those some Sizzler, of, yeah. Those steaks <laughs> and Sizzler, everybody loved them. Like they and were bankrupt fifteen bar. years ago though. <laughs> yeah, they were hot. But I don't know what happened to Sizzler. But um you know, I was a bus boy a couple of times. I washed dishes, but I was a bus boy. And I and I understand now I and through that I understand how the tipping thing works. Because basically, you know, the waitress gets the tips and she's gotta if you bust her tables, yeah, she's got she you know, ha- she doesn't have to. But if she's cool, she tips you out of that. Same goes for so bartenders too in certain together. places. Yeah, the way yeah. some servers have to tip out the 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 bus boy. They don't have to, but it's I used to tip it, well, the one restaurant I did work at with a bus. But I worked in a couple different. I used to tip them out, or I would give them like five bucks to roll my silverware. If anybody served knows what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, right, there. exactly. You pay right. the hostess you before, or, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah. You have to yeah. pre-roll stuff before you leave, and absolutely. And I used to just give them like I was like, here's ten bucks or five bucks, or whatever. I don't really want to do this, and right. I know you, you're probably just sitting around bored anyway while I'm serving. So that's, that's how yeah, it you works, do it man. For me, you make a couple extra cash. You do it for four servers, you buy up twenty bucks. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's money. Yeah, I mean, that's it's more money. money than you had when you walked in, and it's <laughs> cash money. You don't have to wait on it. Still, twenty cents is pretty bad. I I yeah, I want to defend Lashawn McCoy even, as much as I love him, but don't leave a tip, man. Even if it's a bad, even if it's that, even if it's crappy service, at least leave him five bucks on. Six or write days. something on there if you know you're going to get retweeted. Write something on there that says like, you know, I'm only tipping you twenty cents because, uh, you know, I don't know, you yeah, stepped be, on my foot. <laughs> yeah, or you, like I said, you came up and started saying, you know, DX dropped right. it in my face and said, "Go Cowboys." Exactly. And Lashawn McCoy should be smarter, like you said. Social media runs the world we live in now, and this is not the first time we've seen. I was I mentioned LeBron James cheap tipping. I think. Uh, oh really? I didn't know. Uh, he's dead spin, which I read the article on this originally. It's talked about him doing cheap tips, which a lot of times his and I think there's others athletes. I think uh, Dwight Howard may be involved. I think his was a cheap tipper one time. But a lot of those times, those guys are also in not just sports, but even. You know, stars in general, music, whatever. Uh, they usually tip like really cheap on like big orders. That's what looks really bad. Yeah. At least this was a sixty-one dollar tab. I guess I get. But that's my best way of defending it. To be fair, you know, you never know. These guys, they they give a lot of their time. Twenty and, cents is an and insult. Things like though. That. That's a slap it's, it's in the face. Insult. 
But maybe he'll go back and do some. But I mean, like you know, like I said, to be fair, these guys give a lot of their time and 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 they give a lot of money to causes and things like that. So you know, hey, the, we'll, we'll cut him some slack. The server could probably sell his autographed uh, receipt and get more than the twenty cents. Yeah, because so, Lashawn yeah. did sign it. I mean, that's an autograph. Maybe that was his plan. That, that was his plan all along. <laughs> go and sell that on eBay now for because he knew he was going to do it. Yeah, that was his plan. Uh, and also get my uh, get I guess the last four digits of my credit card on there too, which they crossed out in the picture. But it's crazy. yeah, man, come on, man. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna tweet something, don't don't put the guy, don't put his uh, uh, money monetary business out there, like you know, for to be gotten by uh, predators and hackers and all that stuff. But skipping, let's skip on over to some college basketball, even though it's not in season. People are making a big deal about this. They always do. Everybody loves to hate a winner. And we know who we're talking about, our beloved Kentucky Wildcats, John Calipari. Apparently, he's putting the finishing touches, finishing touches on a two-day scouting combine for the NBA, according to sources. So what, what Calipari is doing is, doing is this. Look, he's skipping the whole scouts visits throughout the season. He's saying, look, you got two days. You got two days. We're going to put a show on for you guys. We're going to get Carl Towns out there, Willie Colley-Stein, Dakari Johnson, Andrew Harrison, Aaron Harrison, Alex Poitras, and, you know, whoever whoever else, uh, the, kid from, the kid from California, the big, long, tall kid from California. We're going to get him out there, and we're going to show you. We're going to showcase him for two days and leave us alone till at least about October, November. And that'll fulfill our requirement. People are mad about it. I don't know why they're mad. I think it's smart. Number one, obviously, it helps with recruiting because nobody else has done it. Nobody else is doing it. Number two, it gets the scouts out of the way for the rest of the season, gets the pressure off the kids, and um, you know, it, it, it leaves it leaves all that extracurricular stuff alone. And then you can concentrate on whooping everybody and going forty and zero this year. So let's do it. This was all recruiting. Thanks, thanks all Calipari. recruiting. By well, the way. of I course like, it's all recruiting. I like the idea. I think it's genius. Of course it is. But it's as my as my on my show today, my basketball guest pointed out that same date, October eleventh, twelfth, where he is planning this, happens to coincide the same weekend that Kansas is having their midnight madness. Don't think that that didn't cross the mind of Cal Perry. Not to mention it's back, makes back to back weekends, midnight madness, and now this event where recruits can come in, the two busiest weekends of the recruiting. UK doesn't lose anybody to Kansas. UK man. knows. UK U- knows what they're UK doing. UK doesn't lose. Yeah, UK, not KU, man. Yeah. UK UK doesn't lose anybody to Kansas. Kansas is weak. Kansas is weak as water. <laughs> soft as drugstore cotton, man. Kansas uh, keep hating over there. They produced a, I get, the number one pick in the draft last year. Where did, uh, wasn't that Andrew Wiggins, if I'm mistaken? Wiggins. He got traded. Oh, doesn't matter. He's still on the team. Who had who had two of the top three picks in the draft? Was it Joe? Was that Kansas last year? I'm, I'm How many did we have in the top five? No, top like two or three years ago. We had like yeah, two or three years ago. Five. Now you keep going back. But next I mean, thing I know, you're Julius gonna be using the, Next thing I know, you're going to be using your tenure of the forties as, as your argument of your dominance. Oh, wow, man. I mean, come, come on, on, don't man. be the Notre Dame under, look, of college look, basketball. Come on, man. <laughs> we're still in the 2010s, man. <laughs> we were seeing people we're still, back in the forties. We're, we're still in the 2010s. Come on now. Now you, what, what, what do you don't tell me you're on this uh now you like ninety nine cent downloads instead of albums now. <laughs> albums are a thing of the past. I'll tell you albums the, are making a comeback. Folks. I'll tell you the same thing I told all the my Miami Hurricane fans after Louisville beat them for a third straight time. You had your time on top, but so did cassettes. You are VHS tapes and we are Blu ray. Deal with it. Blu ray. That's right. 
Man, I don't know. I'm still watching DVDs, man. <laughs> I'm still watching DVDs. I can't get with the Blu-ray. It costs too much, man. I, I didn't even. I just gave up both of them and just watched. Like, I just difference? download what's the stuff difference? now, though. Who, who rents movies anyway anymore? Do you even still rent movies? I think. I think even what's his face is going out. What's that thing? Uh, Redbox. Red box. Yeah, it's, it's just, old. Everything's download. Yeah. There's no reason they get up yeah. and go to a video store and. You don't hey, even watch TV on the television anymore. I, I don't. Yeah. I got rid of my DVR box for that reason. I just watch yeah. it online. Nobody does. Yeah. The cable's hanging Nobody on by is hip. Nobody hip watches TV on the television, man. It's a sex. I, one of my, some of my favorite jobs when I was younger were, were the video store jobs. I used to love oh. working at the movie stores. Back oh, you then. like that? Yeah, it's that old, that old, what's that old the movie? VHS days. I worked at yeah. the uh, Movies to Go and I worked at a Blockbuster. So you used to rewind the videos. Oh, uh, don't even get me started on one of those stories. But speaking <laughs> of rewinding. Let's rewind this thing back to Sunday when our girl, Serena Williams, regains her Grand Slam glory. She won an 18th major, which tied it with Chris Everett Lloyd, or Chris Everett, whatever you want to call her now. Chris Everett, Martina Navratilova. She's four behind Steffi Graf and a whole bunch behind Margaret Court. But this we're talking about the open era, all right, you know, the, the majors and all that stuff. All right. So she's she's the I guess she's tied for the most winning American female of all time. And she's um she's you know, I don't know. I don't know if she's got any. She's probably got two or three more good years left in her. U.S. Open. She's won it three years in a row. So she's you know, she'll be the favorite next year. She's won a bunch of she's won about five or six Australian Opens, a couple French Opens and a bunch of Wimbledon's five or six, I believe. So probably four or five either way but um she's you know she's she's 30 something years old she's she might be able to i don't know if she can catch steffi Graf. but the debate now is is serena williams the greatest of all time i think it could be it's a fair debate man. it's a fair debate she's been on top since 1998 she won when she won her first major so she's been on top for you know, give or take 15 16 years is she's pretty much the favorite every time she takes the court. Um, people have made a run, but no nobody consistent. They thought the Sharapova was going to do her thing. She kind of fizzled out. Um, this uh, Azarenka, uh, Wozniacki, who she just beat. Um, you know she's okay. I mean, you got a lot of and 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 you got to admit, man. Now it seems like more than ever, tennis is so worldwide. She's got to beat a bunch of different countries every time that she takes the court. So hey. Hats off to Serena. Congratulations. Um, I think she just broke up with a boyfriend, trainer slash whatever, not boyfriend. Uh, what's this guy? Patrick Moriaru. So, hey, man, congratulations to Serena and your new single, newfound singleness. Um, congratulations on the Grand Slams. When did Keep Vanessa, doing your thing, baby. When did Vanessa, or was, was that the sister's name, Vanessa, right? When did she retire? Oh, she didn't retire. She just doesn't win as much. <laughs> Venus? <laughs> yeah, Venus. Venus Ebony Star. I Vanessa? I don't even know why. I got the V yeah. right. I mean, yeah. She, just she just faded into she, mediocrity. She's got it. Well, I mean, her dad, a long time ago, her dad was saying that. He said, look, you know, Venus, Serena won the first Grand Slam, then Venus went on a little Well, tear. Venus was the first one, though. She's the one no, that really, yeah, no, Verena was well, she first. Won, she didn't, Serena won it first. No, but Venus she, was. She went, was like, but then she went she on went a tear. She went pro before Serena did. Well, yeah, she's older. Yeah, because that's older. what I'm saying. So she was the first one that yeah. kind of came on the scene, and then out of nowhere a little bit, it was like yeah. a few months later, maybe a year later, Serena kind of comes, because Venus was blowing up when she first got here. Oh, absolutely. But Richard They're kind of like the opposite of the Mannings, where Peyton, Richard, Peyton is instead well, of the I mean, they're, you the know, older one. 
And that's yeah, they got they got, that, more Venus, they got that yeah. commercial with them. But no, nah, I mean they're they're kind of like I don't know, man. I I don't know if you can compare them. You gotta because tennis is a bit different. You can start earlier, and you know they won. She's won eighteen majors. Venus or Serena? Serena's won I mean, eighteen Venus majors. Won, she won about seven or eight, I believe, because she wins a lot of Wimbledon. She's won a couple of Wimbledon. Yeah. Uh, uh, she won a Wimbledon four or five years ago. But um, she she had an illness. She's dealing with some type of viral illness. It kind of saps her energy a lot. But they still they play doubles a lot too. They they won about maybe like twenty nine. I think maybe twenty nine doubles, uh, Grand Slams. So you said Steffi Graf is the number one. Was it Monica Seles or Steffi? Well, Graf? Steffi Graf's got twenty two. Which one's the one that got stabbed? Monica Seles was on her way, but yeah, she, she got kinda, stabbed by the German guy yeah, or something. Yeah, they wanted Steffi Graf to keep messed it. Her up, yeah. yeah. It messed her up. Yeah, that'll mess anybody up. Well, I, I think it was something against Monica Sellis' dad or something. something no, I thought it was he was trying to keep Steffi Graf to be the number one or something. He wanted her to get back yeah. on top. Or it's one of those John Hinckley things, man. Exactly. Yeah. Which, by the way, that guy didn't that guy get out of prison? He, he should have got out of prison. He's the guy crazy. tried to commit, tried to kill a president. He's crazy though. He's but crazy. where do we stay in the country where we're letting a guy who killed a president come out of prison? He's crazy, man. <laughs> really? You can't keep crazy people in jail. You can't let them out either. There's <laughs> a bunch of them walking the street. There's a bunch of them walking the street now. What are you going to tell me next? Jodie Foster realized she was impressed and now she's sleeping with them? Is that what's going to happen Jody, next? Yeah, <laughs> jo- I, yeah, man. I think Jodie Foster's out of his mind. A little, a little history lesson there for people. Yeah, he's, she's out of his. She's off his mind now, man. After uh, after that, what was that movie with uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins? She's 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 not she's not doing too much, man. Well, she didn't have to. She's fine. She could retire. She's fine. Oh she, yeah, she, fine, she, fine. Off like okay, fine. Like, like she's doing good. Like she's doing good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Fine. Fine. No. 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 That was like 15 years ago. Maybe I would have. Well. Oh no. But yeah. not now. Yeah. Hold, now. hold on, man. Not, <laughs> I'm talking about that taxi driver stuff, man. She's too young. For no. Her, not man. that's that's way too early. Yeah, that's 70s, man. That that's like that's not her. Is that Tatum O'Neill? Yeah. Is that Jody no, that's Foster? that's Jodie Foster. She's okay. like 14 years Tatum old. Tatum O'Neill's bad news bad. Right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, man. Serena, she's doing the thing. I hope she gets to 22. Maybe at least 20. Get to 20. At least, well, you know what? 19. Because I wanted to shut up uh, Chris Everett and Martina Navratilova. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> you got to get to Chris Just Everett. Get, get, to ni- get to 19. And, you know, they play with wooden rackets, man. Come on. So is it? They, they were serving underhand. <laughs> didn't, so, <laughs> didn't Martina Navratilova play to like the 80s? And Chris Everett in the 80s well, as well? Start, I mean, they started like in the early, mid-70s. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they played in the 80s. I mean, played them today. They were, I mean, they were dominant. They were the top two, top top two people, you know. But there was just those two though. The t- tennis Jean King too. Tennis, <laughs> yeah, she was like seventies. But yeah. tennis hadn't been like you know, tennis wasn't as wide open as it is now. And you know, you got all these tennis well, schools. Well, you can almost say that for any right? sport though. A person should be credited well, for how they dominate their era, not how they compare to a different. Well, era. no, nobody's. That's not the debate. That's not the debate. If oh, she okay. wins, if she wins one more, she wins nineteen, and she's she better than both them, of them. Yeah. yeah. You just Except don't like him doubles. because they played with wooden tracks. Nah, 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 nah. I love, nah, back in the day, I loved Chris Everett Lloyd. I mean, she, okay. you know, she was, everybody loved her. She was a girl next door. But, I mean, they talk too much trash, man. They talk a lot of trash. A lot of people, who's the biggest trash talker in tennis? In tennis? See, I don't watch tennis at all. These names, nah, I actually recognize the names you're giving me, which is amazing. But The women. The women talk a lot of trash. Because women's tennis is like is more exciting now. 
I didn't know that. You, I it's mean, the most exciting. All I hear them ever doing is the uh when they when they hit yeah. the ball. I didn't know they was actually trash talking. I mean, I think well, trash, talk, trash I think talk like off the court. You know, I think like, John, John McEnroe and uh, you know yeah. the Boris Becker trash talking. You know, yeah, I mean, that was yeah, that took it to another level. That was yeah. like obnoxious. That was like football stuff. field trash talking. Like yeah. that's what, who right right that now was locker room stuff. Yeah. Who's currently they talks the most trash in tennis? I, I, I think the women talk a lot. You know, Which, like but they, they talk one, though, not or? during the match though. They no, talk no, like before and after. Like you know, I beat her pretty good. And you know she was you know whatever, but I mean it's, it's kind of like a I guess an inside thing. It's not like and women talk trash different. You know they make, they make yeah. digs at you. You know they probably say like uh, uh, she shouldn't have worn that today. That color that's why your colors don't match or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, her backhand was impressive, but that that outfit made it look fat. Exactly. <laughs> they'll do something. They'll do something like they'll say something like that, man. Not exactly you know, men trash talk, but yeah. yeah. You know how it is. Which we can't say on this air because FCC wouldn't. Yeah, that's like, that's like gar- our stuff is like garbage talk. Yeah. You know, it stinks. Like stomp down garbage. But, hey, man, let's move over to boxing for a second. Well, of course, we got the big fight coming up. Um, Carlo's coming in a little bit earlier, a little bit later. So, he'll be, you know, he'll talk a little bit more about that. He's the resident boxing guru. But, of course, Floyd Mayweather fights uh, uh, your man Marcus Marcos Maidana from Argentina. He fights on this Saturday, the 13th, and uh, it's a rematch. Mayweather beat him last time back in, when did he fight? Back in May, actually. Uh, he beat this year. So he's fighting him for the second time this year. Um, he beat him He beat him earlier in May, and uh, pretty convincingly. I mean, Mar- Madonna was, he was a little bit rough and tumble, unorthodox, uh, tried to wrestle a little bit, but Floyd, you know, his, his skills just took over, man. Floyd adapted and overcame hard work, motivation. That's what he always says. And he beat him, got his $30 million and bounced. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. That's end of story. So he's giving Madonna a chance, another shot to beat him, uh, to fulfill his contract, and then hopefully he'll fight that big payday, $300 million with Manny Pacquiao. So, you know, and then ride off into you the You a Mayweather season. guy? Love him. See, I'm the opposite. I don't love like Mayweather. Him. I have no problem as him a boxer. I just he just he comes off as so much as a tool to me off outside of the ring and it annoys me. But he makes but he he makes it though. He makes the fight. He makes the fight because who is no no other boxer attracts as much attention. And when you fight him, then you know that's that's like a must see event because like you, most people want to see him lose. Well, then, yeah, well, you, and you only hate the people that win. No one hates Mary. Right. Mary. Yeah, you hate you the New England yeah. Patriots. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's you lose it's over. It's just like the guy that he, the, the guy that he said that he, that they say he sucker punch. What's his name? Nobody knows his name. He's, <laughs> he got knocked out. The one thing that annoys me about him the most. This is probably the what one thing that ticks me off about him is what is that? As someone who likes to, uh, you know, have side things to watch on football games, like what points matter and type things, mm-hmm. gambling. But uh, Mayweather is the type of guy that always. Every time there's a big bet that comes out, he only admits to it when he wins. And then when he when the bet loses, he always denies the bet. That annoys oh. me about it because it's like, come on, dude, admit, you, don't be acting like your you know bleep doesn't stink. He's one a sore loser. That, that annoys Who's me. Who's not? But he did, he did, he did. I know you don't like wrestling as much as me and Carlo, but he did have a nice showing against the Big Show on at one WrestleMania. I don't give him credit about that. He put on a decent yeah. show for an outsider. He's a sore loser, man. Everybody's a sore loser. Everybody's a sore loser. Yeah. Hey, but look, speaking of sore Except losers. the Eagles, they won this week. Yeah, speaking of sore losers, Carlo just came in, his Giants lost. But um, my Cowboys Sorry. lost too, you know. We learned, yeah, you got to learn, man. 
I think you all lost worse though. We well, yeah. I mean, only thing though, it's still one. It's only one loss, no matter how big you lose. But look, we're gonna take this break. We'll be right back. Carlo Kellen, Brandon Lawrence, Inside Man. We're out of bounds. What up, what up, what up? What's happening, y'all? Beef number one I have with today's rap, people who say their name at the beginning of songs. I just want to say that right now. Wait, if I never... bought your iTunes track, I know who I bought, okay? Don't <laughs> remind me. You never know. You don't want to forget him. Man. Chill. At least he's What's better up? than uh, Two Chains. He says it every five seconds. Oh yeah. You get, oh, and Mike Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, we're back, y'all. We've been joined by co-host Carlo Kellum. What up? And hey, also, right, no, go ahead. Man. I thought you were saying what up to me. And also, the inside <laughs> man. The inside man wanted us to bring him in on Migos uh, fight night. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Everybody. Um, Migos fight night. Huh? Omigos Fight Night? Migos. Oh, Omigos Fight Night. That's yeah. the name of that song? Yeah. Ah, I had no song. idea. Fight Night. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Future Promotions is going to have to use that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to use it, man. You got to, I think you got to, you got to give him the credit, too. You got to give the credit to Inside Man. He's one that, he's the one that brought it to our attention. What's up, Inside Man? What hey, what's got? going on, guys? How y'all today, man? Good. What's up, Yo. man? What's going on? What's hey, going man. What's going on, man? That's a nice intro. Nice little intro that fight night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's, that's, I guess it's apropos. If huh? that can't get your hype, what can? That's if right. If that can't get your hype, what can on the Out of Bounds show? What can get your hype with fight night? Broke, <laughs> broke to the left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, I look. Mean, huh? What happened? I, I just, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, man, just appalled by all these people that was. This has been out of bounds, man. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, crazy weekend, fuck, man. Who, who's out of bounds, man? Who's out of bounds? Man, let me tell you something. Everybody, I'm gonna tell you something. Almost everybody out of bounds. I'm, I'm you know, it's almost to the point to where, you know, everybody from Danny Ferry to the owner of the Atlantic, <laughs> Atlanta Hawks, Ray Rice, EMC, EMZ, Roger Goodell, everybody. I don't know, man. Some, <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, yeah, but you man. know what? This out of bounds show. We gonna we gonna talk about. I got some other things I want. Since that's in the news, everybody's talking about that. Right, I got some right. other things I want to talk about and get y'all um, opinion on. Of course, I want to touch on those issues and talk about my my perspective on it. Right. Um, first, dealing with the Ray Rice issue. You know, me personally, it's it's a sad case for for them and everybody. Man, don't nobody win in situations like this. You know, I don't condone domestic violence. Um, how the ball was dropped on this, I don't know. And why the timing of it is what hit me and yeah. how it just came out and why it came out. You know, and, and me personally, you know, from doing my research and, and, and looking at things, I, I, I really think, you know, a lot of people are not talking about it, but, man, it's almost fitting with the Sports Illustrated cover that's coming out, man. they they putting this on the cover of Sports If it's going to be the cover of Sports Illustrated, I don't know if you all knew about it, no. but the new edition coming out of Sports Illustrated has the, the video, the video, um, 
picture of right before they got in the elevator on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Come on, man. Wow. How far can we take this? This, this lady, man. you know, this lady yeah. has been through a lot. Yeah. You know, she's been through a lot having to revisit this again. Um, you know, it's it's tough on them. Don't nobody don't nobody win in that situation. But I feel like the media sometimes look at stuff just to get ratings when yeah. they don't realize that, you know, you, you got people that have a life, you know, got kids. To have family, you know, it's it's the small things that we do that we don't think about to later that cause people to sometimes commit suicide and do all kind of things. You know, me working in the counseling field myself, my heart goes out to them. You know, the only thing I can, you know, tell them to do is continue to pray for each other and try to work it out. But for the media to keep on throwing it out there, showing clips of this lady, you don't know if she got kids. You don't know if yeah. she got, they you have know, kids. Don't they have a kid together? to see her getting but I know, you know Ray Rice. Got, they got a daughter together. Yeah, I thought Ray Rice was playing with. Yeah, so did Ray just? Getting, so did Ray Rice knocked out the way she did? So did Ray Rice <laughs> just marry her to <laughs> save his out. job? And he still lost it anyway. Is that why he married her? What happened? He married her to save his job, right? Uh, probably, I assume. Probably, you know. I, probably. Nah, I think they was. Probably. I think they was already getting married. But but my thing is, you know, I ever did get some strong love there and. My my thing is I'm be. not I'm not there with them every day. Nobody's not not with them every day. You know it, it don't take like I tell like my parents always told me it don't take but one small incident to ruin your life or ruin your career. And you know not thinking Dinner. and getting involved in um, losing your temper. You have to be careful. You know if any kids out there listening or anybody listening out of bounds show, be careful and think before you react. Sometimes you have to stop and think because every action you make there's a consequence to it. It don't take but one second. Or five seconds to lose a career or lose a life, you know. So think about it. Um, with that being said, you know, I, I wish them the best, but you know, I, I feel like what, what do y'all take on Sports Illustrated putting this on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Well, I, th- I think we already knew he knocked her out, so I don't understand why. I, mean, I know video images is everything, but we already knew he knocked her out. They knew that before he got suspended. They knew he put his hands on her. Yeah. So I mean, it's like if uh, they had video of Jim Brown throwing that one chick off the the uh, off the balcony, <laughs> we, we still be talking about Jim Brown being the greatest running back of all time. Hey man, I mean, we know he did it, so I don't understand. I don't really understand why the difference in why didn't they do? I said he should have been cut when it happened when it went down. You think so? At the beginning when it all first happened, I said he should have been cut. No, there's no no excuse for it. It's crazy. And for them to do it after the fact, man, I just think Roger Goodell dropped the ball. But it's got to be, yeah, it's, it's all for semantics because, you know, right, as soon as he gets dropped, as soon as he gets, he, I Dallas guess Dallas Cowboys going to pick him up. He got a <laughs> tweet at, what, 2 o'clock or call at 2 o'clock from the owner and from the coach. They're like, hey, man, you're out of here. and Or wh- whatever order it happened, if they said to the media first or said to him first. Then, of course, his jerseys are discounted. <laughs> you can sell them back at a discount rate, like uh, Aaron Hernandez, and and, and, and and he doesn't get on. Uh, and they take him, they strip him off of Madden, like the same day. Wow. So his whole, like you say, inside his whole life is like boom, it's gone. But the thing right, about it right is, now, exactly. right now, right now, he'll be back. Right now, right. a year off. Right now, he'll be he'll you know he'll be seen doing some charity, some you know yeah, some women's. Just hope so. Focus hope groups so. or whatever. And he'll, yeah, be, he'll back be back next year. You know, but the key, back. the key is, like he'll you said, the key like is going to be that time in between now and then. You know, what's he going to do yeah. between you know, now and like, then? Exactly. It seems like he had the support of the owner. The owner just came out 
not not long ago, not even an hour and 15 minutes ago, and say he won't rule out Ray Rice returning to the NFL. And we all know the NFL is a league of second chances. And, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. This is something that, you know, I, me personally, being being the youngest of 10 kids and having seven sisters, man, I I don't condone on it, but my thing is, I just don't like how it's going about putting the media with the young lady yeah. having to revisit this again, having family members, having nieces, nephews, whoever, having to see her get hit the way she did, yeah. causing humiliation to the family. Man, I just, me personally, I just feel like that Baltimore, you know, a lot of people don't realize Baltimore is a is a franchise that's known as having one of the best general managers in Ozzie Newsom in the, in the league, you know. Right. This, if they didn't take a stance and do something, that's a black eye on him. You know what I'm saying? And it's evident that they was hurt by that. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see some of the guys interviews, Chris Canty and those guys. You know, it's hard for them to comment on it because, you know, they they losing not only a teammate, but, you know, in football, it's a, it's, it's a close return to a family member. They don't condone it. But, you know, just to lose someone that you used to being around all the time, this and that. But, you yeah. know, my thing is Ray Rice. He, he should have just thought about what he did, and you know, and maybe he'll learn from this, and maybe he can go on. And, and my suggestion to him, if someone can get through to Ray Rice, or listen on Out of Bounds show, do something to try to get involved in do- domestic violence disputes, some kind of um, organization or some, and say, hey, and, and, and be a spokesperson and say, hey, this is not the way to do things, to show people that, hey, you really are, you know, you really do regret the decision you made. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, she turned around and still married him. What is it saying about her? You know, we we have to be quick. We have to be careful before we judge, man. You know. We're very well we said, Mike. Hey, we, we got to take judge. a quick commercial break, brother. And uh, we'll be right back with Out of Bounds. My wrist, my bang to the right. Little mama, she keep looking at me. I'm going to knock, 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 What's up, what's up? We coming back out of bounds, Carlo Kellum, me, Brandon Lawrence, and uh Inside Man. But look, look, man, look, we, we, we've got two callers on the line. Um, we got two callers on the line. What we're going to do, we're going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm tired of talking about Ray Rice, man. I'm tired of talking about Ray Rice. But we're going to get to these, these two callers, right? Um, but also, to put it in the mix for the two callers that are waiting, to put it in the mix, what about, what's up with these Atlanta Hawks, man? What's going on? What's going on with this cat? What's this? Bruce Levinson, Danny Ferry, uh, Luau Dang. <laughs> talking. Hey, what's going I, I on, I said during, during the break, man, he tried to sell the team recently, and then he uh, couldn't sell it because they were losing money. Okay. So this was his way out of getting out of the whole uh, ownership so uh, partnership a, with the NBA. He's out the game now. He got his wish. So you're saying it's cool to claim to be racist just to get they rid get, of your yeah, team? Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what he did. Well, I think that's that's what Kareem Kareem. Was I think you're right about this. Yeah, right. it was a business move. He didn't want to be the owner. They're losing money in Atlanta. I mean, come on, man. Who? The, I, but I understand what he was saying in the email. You know, he wants to cater to an audience. You know, he's trying to. Cater more to that genre that's not coming to the game. So you're on the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar side. No, I'm not on his side, but okay. How many of the 
I think what he was saying is I think there are more season holders, ticket holders who are white versus who are black. If you if you break it down, yeah. The thing yeah. is, I've been to Atlanta yeah. games, white or black, no one shows up. And season ticket game. holders are the ones that's br- actually bringing the money. The little tickets Absolutely. here and there is not bringing them no. th- that that overhead that they need. No, not the consistent. So no. If if your consistency is that mostly white males from the age of thirty one to sixty. Uh, buying season tickets, you want. might want to cater to that audience. It's just, you know, it's the same thing just, that beer companies and all them ty- type of companies do. He could have said catered to age group, race, and all that. He could have used code, yeah, rather than just you know. What's a code word you would have used, Brandon? Well, I mean, he could, you know, <laughs> if he's he's supposed, it, it just wasn't a savvy way to do it. No, but uh, yeah. Carlos said, I don't think he, I think he wanted to get caught, and he did it probably. Hum- so he revealed himself to the league to because himself. he wanted to get rid of the team. Like he said, he tried to sell it. He's not going to sue him. It doesn't mean yeah, he's not going to get sued, but he just wants to get rid of the team. He's hoping maybe somebody will give him $2 yeah. billion. And he's not going to fight it. He's like, okay, I'll uh, sell. Maybe so. First, maybe I asked so. better. So now still, uh, Jermaine Dupree or somebody can buy the team. I don't know. <laughs> it's, still, it's still pretty crude, though. But check it. Let's get to the phone line. Who do we have first? We got Mr. Fred up first. Mr. Fred, what's going on? What's happening? Welcome to Out of Bounds. Good. Afternoon, gentlemen. I want to say I'm a first time caller. What's up, bro? Show is great. First time listening. Where you? Where you calling? Where you calling from? Ray Rice. Ray Rice, go ahead. Oh, from Minnesota. Minnesota. All right. Teddy Bridgewater. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of wrestling there, history in Minnesota. There you go. He's clowning, baby. <laughs> he will be. He's he's looking good. I'm waiting on uh, Cassell to fall, and then he'll be in there. <laughs> he'll play by the end of the season. I guarantee. You. I guarantee you he'll play by the end of the season. Uh, this Ray Rice thing, I am so sick of this deal. I can't understand that you can't tell me that the NFL did not see this video yeah. when they suspended him for two two games. Yeah, They've yeah. seen it. And the only way that uh, they dropped him and suspended him was because it went public. Yeah, they I mean, tried. Yeah. To, they tried to keep this, this thing as a cover up. But Mr. Fred, Goodell is the is the dumbest commissioner ever. <laughs> that's a possibility and he too. Needs to be fired. <laughs> that's a possibility too. But Mr. Fred, let me ask you this: so you if, know, if, I mean, if, it was his girlfriend at the time, and she married him, right? And she also um, tweeted on Twitter or one of those Instagrams or something that uh, you know. She she uh she forgive him for what he did. Right. You know, it's gonna cost the man four million dollars this year. And her too. For not playing in the NFL. And he married her because he thought he would keep his job. Wow. He's I the mean, biggest loser. I don't think well but he did he make her marry him? Oh no. I mean no. You think she was scared of him? I mean, scared scared somebody to marry him? him? I I, yeah, I, don't I think know. it's possible. You think so? Yeah. Somebody's but I'm just saying yeah. It's possible. Well, let me ask you this. What did the league you know, I mean, not... I the, think if anybody, if anybody should lose a job, it should be Roger Goodell. Hey, I don't... Good I don't, and, and a lot of people agree with you. But he's bringing in too much money. A lot of people agree with you, Fred, because, you know, it, it's, I mean, it's backhanded stuff. The only thing... I mean, they, admit, they basically admitted to meeting with a women's group, a couple women's groups, um, before, you know... I, couple weeks ago or right after it happened because this thing happened in february this thing happened right after the super exactly. this long for you know, it to so, come out I mean, and then you know but i mean on 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 the other hand obviously it's obviously a pr move because it's taking too much attention off opening day 
Let me ask you this quick question, Mr. Fred. So what we already knew that he punched her in the face. So what is it now differently than it was before that we already knew? I mean, it's not like we didn't know he he knocked her out. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't condone what he did. I certainly don't condone what he did. But the fact that the, the NFL had to know about it, this tape, it wasn't the first time was when TMC put the thing on on, on YouTube or Internet or wherever they put it that people seen it. You know, they're like, well, okay, we got to save our suit jobs here, guys. we got to do something about this deal. Why didn't they do it in February or March? Yep, they should have dropped. They, if they had dropped the hammer then, they'll be okay now. Hey, Fred, thanks for calling in. Keep on listening to Out of Bounds. We appreciate your call. Minnesota. Minnesota, baby. Did I said it right. Is that how they say it? Minnesota? Min- oh, Minnesota. 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 I think it's Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm like Paul Rudd, and I love you, man. Everything I say sounds Jamaican or Irish. <laughs> I get to be any language, and it all comes out sound the same. They're getting ready to. They're getting ready to go ice fishing out there in Minnesota. Minnesota. Man. We'll go watch Fargo. Watch Minnesota. No, it's cool. It's cool, man. Cool. Is it Canadian? That's probably Canadian. Yeah, it's more Canadian. Right, Minnesota's close enough. That's more, uh, <laughs> yeah, Scandinavian. Yeah. Guten Tag. Um, we got. We ready for the? Oh, it's we like Volkswagen, Volkswagen. That's German. Fufugnargen. Hey man, I was work. I work with a guy. Uh, he's from India. He saw a car. He said, "Hey, there goes a Plymouth." <laughs> <laughs> he's from India. He's like, he's, he's like, "There goes a Plymouth." Yeah. Come on, man. Oh. Get out of here. Well, they, do they even make those anymore? <laughs> <laughs> we got. We ready for the other call? Yep, we got Edward. Edward, what's going on? What's Edward up, Edward Norton. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Enjoying the dialogue today. Hey, wait, First wait. time call as well. Call from Salisbury, North Carolina. North Carolina, baby. Go yes, sir. Livingstone College. Country. Let's do it. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's happening, man? Hey, nothing much, Brandon. Hey, listen, guys. Enjoying the dialogue today, but just really concerned with how the media is blowing everything up, this Ray Rice situation. You know, in today's society, it seems like if the media takes hold to something, that is just gone, and it goes to another level. Not condoning what the young man has done, by no means. But if we do statistics, as we look at everything, you know, it's one in three women are getting abused, you know, in the United States on a regular. And so working with families who have been abused and coming out of domestic violence situations, you know, it's kind of it's disturbing. Um, I me personally, I think everybody dropped the ball. Yeah. So, and now it's a cleanup situation where Cadell, the NFL, you know, trying to say, hey, we didn't know. They didn't want to know because if they really wanted to know, they would have looked at the video, take a step further. You saw him dragging her out of the elevator. What do you think happened in the elevator? <laughs> yeah. But nobody wanted to touch that. Right. You know, it was like, okay, well, you know, this is their personal business. We don't want to know what's going on with that. But, you know, the sad situation is he is trying to move on and, and better, and they got married. Regardless if they did it for, you know, to save his job or not, the young lady and him apparently love each other. They have a child together now to raise that child. Yeah. But what's getting so caught up in the media, man, is just the fact that they're re-victimizing the situation over and over. They're trying to move forward with their life and get past this, but they're not going to be able to because this is going to be played for the next month, I guarantee you, in some form or fashion. And, you know, I always have been a big fan of ESPN, but right now it has put a sour taste in my mouth uh, just to see this and to see how the media outlets are just taking hold of this and it's spreading like wildfire. 
You know, it's just distasteful in my now. What he done was very distasteful. Yeah. You know, because I'm a father of three young ladies, and I hate to imagine what I would do if someone put hands on my daughter. Yeah. You know, but it's just a it's just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, it's a tough it's you know? a tough situation all the way around, man. No doubt about it. Um, check it. We got to take this break. We appreciate you calling in from Salisbury, North Carolina. Ed, um, go Blue Bears. Go Cowboys, baby. Taking on my wrist, on my wrist. Taking all the liquor straight, never chase that. Never stop, like we bring an 88 back. What? Bring the hood scene where the bass at. Champagne spilling, you should taste that. I'm so fancy, you already know. What's up, what's up, y'all? We're back. Out of Bounds, Carlo Kellum. You got the official theme song for Out of Bounds? We fancy? Yeah. I don't know, man. Are we fancy? <laughs> <laughs> You fancy, man. Fancy. You fancy, huh? That's, that's a couple songs about fancy, man. The way you described the uh, Kansas program earlier is how I kind of described this girl. Fancy. She's not, no, she's soft. She's not. It's a, kind of a poser. Oh, you ever seen her? She's I know you've seen her, yeah. She's from New Zealand, man. They're hard in New Zealand. Like, let's hear her talk. I mean, come on. Dude. This is like, she's this is worse than when people thought that the guy that did, uh, what was the 80s song? Uh, what? The, what's the, what's that? Super Freak. No, the one with the white dude with red hair. I thought he was Jamaican. And oh, Snow. <laughs> Somebody an informer? Yeah, Snow. not informer, no. That was hard, though. That was a hard song. Oh, you talking about that uh, Holding Back the Tears? Yeah. Like the oh, what's his name? Not oh. Holding Back the Tears. Simply, no. Simply, Simply Red. Simply Red? Well, yeah. Simply Red's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of him, but that's a Carrot good one. Carrot Top? Yeah. Well, no, but, they, but you hear them, yeah. Then you look at this girl and you hear her talk. The Jamaican guy? Talk about auto-tuning, working its butt off for this girl. Hey, she's hard, song. though. People like her, man. That's T.I.'s girl. She's hard. She's about as uh, well, thug as Vanilla Ice, but yeah, okay. T.I. don't have to rap no more. He's What's that guy's off name? Up. Nick. Uh, and he's probably writing us stuff, too. The point guard for the, for the Lakers. Uh, Nick, uh, Nick Van Exel? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick Anderson? Nick Van Exel the point He went to USC. He played with Master P. So. What, Nick Young? Nick Young. Oh, yeah. That's his girl. Yeah. Oh, oh really? is it? Yeah. yeah. He just resigned with the Lakers. He did a one-year deal resigned with the Lakers. He's cool. He's all right. What's his name? What's his nickname? Uh, Nick Young is somebody who sits. It should be back up. Swaggy P. That's his nickname. Uh, The Swaggy P. Now he starts. Uh, He's starting now? Well, I mean, who they have when they got Smush Parker. He's probably kind of starting more of the product of elimination more than just the talent level. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a matter of. Now that Julius Randle's there, he's going to turn it around. He's going to make it happen. Like we always, like UK always does. We still got the inside man? I believe we do. Is he there? Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah, man. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. What's up? I'm so fast. What do you think about Iggy, man? Is Iggy on? Hey, man. I, I like the beat on the song. I ain't going to lie. Cool. I was it's in the cool. background jamming, man. I was, you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I like the beat on Ace Carlo. I'll get my semi on out here, man. I was in the parking lot just jamming. 
Hey, I like I like the song, man. I like the beat, man. I like the beat. That's the song, Brandon. Like when he pulls up to a red light, he turns it down and puts his window up. You don't want people seeing him singing and dancing to that's it. That's right. That's that song. That's right right what do you call it? What, what's, what is that thing called? You, know, you, you, you look like the, the Michael Bolton dude in Office Space when he's got the rap playing <laughs> and the black dude walks up next to him. He turns that's my it down. guilty pleasure. <laughs> the guilty pleasure song, yes. Yeah. Hey, but now, but we want real quick, man. We yeah. want to uh, thank thank the two callers that called in, Ed and Fred from Minnesota. From Salisbury, North Carolina. It's down your neck of the woods. Out of bounds is inside. national, man. In uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. If you want to get in on the conversation, yeah. 502-384-1450. 502-384-1450 on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. Yeah, that's right. what I thought I thought Fred and Ed made some interesting points, man. Interesting points. He mentioned Salisbury, North Carolina, home of the Sports Writers Hall of Fame, man. I've seen sure. a lot of... Good sports writers come through there. Bob Costas, John Madden. They have a, I don't know if y'all know, but they have a um, banquet every year for like um, a week long. And they invite, you know, they induct somebody into the Sports Writers Hall of Fame. That's a we big need, thing. We, we um, need to go to the next so, one, man. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Check it to that. That'll be something cool to look at, man. Inside, man. I didn't Real know that. Good, I, wish you, I wish you told me that but when I went on my Hall of Fame tour and did the NBA. I Hell, as bad as the NBA was, I'd have skipped it and gone down to your neck of woods and gone to the <laughs> Sports Writers Hall of Fame instead. Hey, yeah, you'd have came down here, Trevor. It'd have been old. It'd have oh. been old, Trevor. We'd have went to the Sports, Sports Writer Hall of Fame. I'd have showed you how, how Smallsbury do I bet Smallsbury do it. We'd have taken North Carolina <laughs> over so much, they'd be taking off the shirts and waving it like in a helicopter, wouldn't they? Is that what it's saying? It's a Petey Pablo. Baby. I'd have been, yeah. I'd have been, while y'all right been doing that, I'd have been, looking, I'd have been looking for uh, Who am I? Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been looking for Miss Champion. Way out oh, man. Miss Champion. Yeah, Miss Champion. That's what I've hey, been looking for. Hey, let me ask y'all something. Let me ask y'all yeah. something. Carrie That's Champion. been on my mind, yeah. man. You know, yeah. let me ask y'all something. What's up? What, what do y'all think about Tom Brady, man? Y'all think Tom Brady is losing? <laughs> what, what do you think? He's done. He, he's I'm been there since last I'm year. Yeah, he's done. The he newest? really looked like a 37-year-old quarterback. Yeah, that's what he is. Y'all see that, man? He, he, I don't know, you know, and I think, you know, by him getting in the – I think he know it too by him getting in the media. keep saying he's going to play the 40 or 45. He keeps playing like that. He ain't going to play the 38. But you know what? You know what? <laughs> you know? To his credit, though, <laughs> to his credit, Frazier, he did take the New England Patriots to the AFC Championship last year. I don't think he's done. Was it, yeah, he what, said, but I'm going to tell you something, some, Carlo. I give him credit for that. He has took him to the NFC Championship game. I mean, the AFC Championship game. He did take him last year. But I'm going to tell you something, man. People don't realize Tom Brady and the New England Patriots haven't won a Super Bowl or been to a Super Bowl since 2005, going on 10 years. Wow. Now, the AFC Championship game, that's no, all that good. Don't nobody remember that. was AFC. there in 08. The, the Giants won last. Yeah, they were up in they Indy. They were up yeah. in Indy. Yeah, I think 08 was last, wasn't it? No, was I, they haven't won. Oh, they yeah, haven't won. 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 Oh, yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. They haven't won a Super Bowl since absolutely. They've been to the Super Bowl. They haven't won a Super Bowl. You know, my thing is, I'm not knocking Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a great quarterback. But I just, I think sometimes we have to realize that, hey, our time will come, you know, and, and it's going to, you know, I just don't think he has the athletes surrounded around him to be successful. You know, Gronkowski. They've yeah. been hurt a lot. You know, those other Amadola. Yeah, they depend really a lot on the tight ends. What they thought years. he would be. You know, and I just, you know, when the Aaron Hernandez thing happened, I just think I just think they need to surround him with some weapons. I think when Tom Brady was at his best, when he had somebody like Randy Moss that could stretch the field. You know, he had an average of, on Sunday. I don't know if you all know, he had an average on Sunday of 4.4 yards a pass. It's running backs that average that. Gee, you man. know, 4.4 yards a pass. Since, it hasn't happened since. 
2000 and I think 2009 when they played the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC in the AFC playoffs, and and then before that it was 2006 in the regular season when they had an average that low of pass attempt. So you know I I don't know I just you know I'm just interested to hear y'all take on it. Man. I just I don't I don't know I. I don't know. I don't think New England going to do it. I think time is caught up with him. Yeah. I, I think yeah. time is yeah. catching up with him for sure. He's you know he's not he. There's no way you can be that great that long. I think he probably missed. I think he's probably past his prime right now. I disagree. I don't think he's past think his so? prime. Yeah. I think that what he's what's done is the days of him carrying a team with no one around him, which he won Super Bowls doing exactly. with Troy Brown. And as much as I love Deion Branch, he's he's a he's an average wide receiver. And he was a Super Bowl MVP and a lot better when you had Tom Brady with him. And that showed when he went to other places. Good wide receiver, but not a Hall of Fame guy. You had Randy Moss the one time he was there. Outside of that, he's been the one carrying him. Those days are done. He, he can't do that defense. anymore. He had a great defense. And he had great defenses, too. too. But and now, but defense. at 37, those days are done. Now yeah. he needs to get some talent around him for him to keep winning. Yeah. But he's still a top-notch. He's still a top-15 quarterback. They need a Kevin Falk, a running back who can catch out of the backfield to go alongside LeGarrette uh, Blunt. I mean, the running backs are questionable. The wide receivers are iffy. The, and the blood, tight ends blood was are, a beast last year. The tight ends are either injured or Blunt. slaying Blunt's people. So, I mean. Is he with Pittsburgh now? Yeah, he's with Pittsburgh. Who's with Pittsburgh? Blunt. Is he with Pittsburgh? I know he's hurt. Yeah, he's with Pittsburgh. Yeah, Blunt's yeah. with Pittsburgh. Yeah, he just played last week. Yeah, despite getting caught pulled over with some with some blunts himself. He only got like six <laughs> yards six yards on four carries, but he yeah. got a touchdown. That's Le'Veon Bell's team, basically. Yeah. You see, are, they get rid of all the good talent, man. Yeah. They just let players go. They think everybody's replaceable. Yeah. And then not. Well, Legarius Blunt yeah. is replaceable. That's the thing. That guy is. You know, Randy Moss had to retire. That's not replaceable. And you saw him trying to you get rid of Minkins, who got hurt, and that was a top notch guard. Yeah, yeah, that was. They didn't a, want yeah, to pay man, him was, though. That was a mistake. That was. Yeah, a mistake. I think I agree. That was a move. I mean, I think they just need to get some new blood in there. And unfortunately, it's just Brady's in the middle of being still a Hall of Fame quarterback, going through a transition year with a franchise. Yeah. And everybody, you know, awesome. good point. Good point. everybody goes through it. I have one other point. I have one other thing I want to bring up to y'all because I had down on my notes to talk about, man. Um, and, you know, this. I know a lot of people may think I'm crazy for saying this. I'll probably go left field for saying this here. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm talking about Frank Gore. You know, he just hit the 10,000-yard mark in the NFL football. Um, in the NFL, he just rushed for 10,000 yards. I, I'm just interested to hear y'all take on Frank Gore. Do you think... I think by the end of this year, he should be right around the 10, 8, or 11,000-yard mark. Do you think if he play another year or two and he clips like close to 11, 5, 12,000 yards, he'll future Hall of Famer? Am mm-hmm. I wrong for, say, for putting that out there? Do you think that's something that's debatable to talk about? What's y'all take on that? I mean, with the numbers, the numbers, you should be a Hall you know, of Famer, it's, right? it's 29 other running backs. It's 29 other running backs in the NFL that – I mean, if, if Curtis Martin, if Curtis more. Martin can get to the NFL Hall of Fame without a Super Bowl, so can uh, Frank go off but his resume. Curtis Martin is like the fourth all-time leader. Yeah, yeah, Curtis Martin ran for over fourteen hundred, got fourteen thousand because he played yards. for twenty he's years. Yeah, thirteen thousand yards. So that, that's though, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Frank Gore has ten thousand over ten thousand yards right now, and I think he he probably got about two more years and two three more years at average. He may not finish the year. He may not finish his career off in San Fran. But I think if he can stay in San, San Fran two more years, this year and another year, he can easily get over the 11,500-yard markers. Right now he's over 10,000 yards. You know, my thing is you've got some other running backs, most notable. Most you got Jerome Bettis. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet. He's the sixth all-time leader. I think he'll probably get in this year. You, I think he kind of put me in the mind of those running backs, like, you know, that's not in the Hall of Fame. It's good, like Ricky Waters. Ricky Waters rushed for, like, 10,000 yards. And he got yards, a Super Bowl. But 
what I'm saying is, yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, you got Corey Dillon, he rushed for 10,011, or Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor's Bowl. another example back right. of like, uh, uh, uh um, Frank Gore. He don't have no, you know, exactly. None of those have Super Bowls. So do you think by Frank Gore not having a Super Bowl under his belt, and if he rushed for over 12,000 yards before he retired, is he a Hall of Famer? You talking about a young man who, you know, who stayed out of trouble. You don't hear his name in the media for trouble. He's not a, you know, he's not a me type guy. He's always been a team type guy. Even, you know, I was looking at something with Terrell Davis said that he kind of reminds him of himself. You know, even when he rushed for the 10,000 yards, he had no idea. He, you know, most people want the ball and go out to the ball, but it's just, it's something that was on my mind to talk yeah. to you all about it, you know, and, you know, I'm glad y'all weighed in on it, but I, I do think, and, I don't you think know, a couple years from now, there may be a conversation. I don't think he'll be a first ballot, no, but I think not he's not gonna he has another three, four solid years. He's not a first ballot. Well, and a Super Bowl goes to go with that. I think if, I yeah. think if he can rush he's over. I think you I guys think are overhyping what a Super Bowl does to resume and Hall of Fame. I don't think that yeah, has a very, it's, very yeah, it's bleak light on I it. I think when it comes to running backs and certain positions, no, it means something. I, the, Super Bowl got, uh, running backs, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know how. If how you much go in the Hall of Fame, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. With Shannon Sharp hurt. being with Shannon Sharp being the Super Bowl without the two, I mean, yeah, he was one of the greatest receiving tight ends of all time. Absolutely, he revolutionized the position. Yeah, he was he was ahead of it. Yeah, exactly. Redefined the position. I mean, he took what Ozzie Newsom did and just doubled it up and made. You know, okay, is Vernon Davis going to the Hall of Fame? No, God, God, if really? Keeps, what? No, I think he's playing at this level for the next five <laughs> if he years. He's playing at that level, though. And it's a Super Bowl. No, if, no. Listen, Vernon Davis, you know, and when it comes, I, I know, I know, I know overall touchdowns. Listen, stats are important, and yeah. it can be used to 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 plus a guy's into the Hall of Fame. You, like you also got to look Davis. at the impact what that player does, and where they also rank amongst even the betters of their of their position. He has fifty four when they're in. Vernon Davis is barely a top four tight end, even in his better day, and that's yeah, I mean, right now in the NFL, not too many tight ends can say they have. Well, Jimmy Graham clearly is better. Julius Thomas is right better at this moment uh, right now. I think not better than Vernon Davis. Uh, it's a toss up. Ooh, I, I think. Know, man. He's, I think Vernon Davis, Davis has got a body of work. You can use stats as a plus, but especially with now, especially with running stats, I get a thousand yards in a season. You have to get like sixty-two yards a game. That's not a lot. It's a little different with sixteen games to fourteen. And some of the names you mentioned, you said Fred Taylor. I mean, there's guys Tiki Barber, Thomas Jones, both over ten thousand yards. You know, Edger and James, 12,000 yards. No one's even talked about Corey Tiki's Dillon. Tiki's not going to get in. Edger might, might be you know, a Hall yeah. of Fame. You know who else has over 10,000 yards? Might be Hall of Fame. Ricky Williams, okay? That, does that tell you anything? Yards is yeah. a good plus to get a guy in, but it's not a, it's not a deal breaker. you got to look at the impact they had as a player, maybe on or off the field as well, yeah. and just, just just use your eye test. Yeah. Yeah, he does, numbers. He and, and, the key, and the key, yeah. and the key what I'm saying, the, the key what I'm saying, if he can, if he can stay healthy, and play Frank Gore. two, three more years and get over. Yeah, Frank Gore, if he can get over 12,000 yards rushing with his, you know, with the way the NFL is now, you know, it's no really. Yeah, now it's Besides AP and and some of these guys, you don't have them like the main back. You know, he got Carlos Hyde that'll take some of the carries off of him. But, you know, hey, that was just something I wanted to talk yeah, about. That's a good, that's a good How point. about Eric, little young Everett Golson in Notre Dame, man? What about him? This guy's making some noise. <laughs> Y'all think he's going to be a Heisman candidate? What do you think? Let's talk about Everett Golson. Nobody's talking about him. He goes to Notre Dame. He's automatically a Heisman candidate. Yeah. That's like the yeah. rule of the Heisman yeah. committee is that if you have a decent Who, and you go to Notre Dame, list, you're is, listed. Is the list out anyway? No, there hasn't. But it's it's, but it's written in stone. The list is not rule. out. But, but you look at what he's done over the, the, the first two weeks. You know, being suspended last year. I think I think the kid is – I think the kid – I think about we may be talking about. Remember the inside man said this three to four weeks from now. Don't be surprised if you hear 
everybody talking about every ghost and God forbid if he beat if they beat Florida State. Look out. Hey, look, I hope I look hope, out. But I, I just hope, man, I hope I hope he does all his homework, his own homework, man. That's all I hope. Don't mess yourself up, Everett. Do, hey, your, own, do your own homework, Everett. Hey, just real quick, man. I, I'm looking at this top yeah. list of top tight ends of all time. He already has more touchdowns I than a lot of stri- guys. I they knew admit. I struck a chord other with you to- on Other Vernon than Tony Davis. Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, Vernon Davis Hall of Fame. Other than Tony Gonzalez, he has more touchdowns than all these other guys that are already in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Fame. No. <laughs> I disagree. He has no, more touchdowns. I, I, He's got 54 more touchdowns, man. Vernon Davis hey, will that, be a Hall of Fame. I don't think that's going to only take you so much. That's why I said that's when Super Bowls play a big part. Kellen Winslow so, Jr. 45 career touchdowns for Kellen Winslow. Junior? Yeah. Let no, I see him. Well, the dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm he's sorry. Go ahead. Is Ben Coates, I think Ben Coates had a better career than Vernon Davis. Ben Coates is not in the Hall of Fame. I don't think Vernon Davis is a Hall of Famer right now. Ben Coates didn't have 54 touchdowns. No, not right now. Not right now. No, not right now. You know, it's kind of. You know, a tight end, it's, it's only so many tight ends that's going to make it in the Hall of Fame. Other than Tony and Gonzalez, honest, he's one know, of the most dominant ones we've had in the Tony Gonzalez will touchdowns. get in. He'll be a first ballot. And, he, and he'll be a first Vernon ballot. has 54. Gonzalez, but he Gonzalez, had more yards yeah. and more receptions. And he's played in more games, obviously. Ben point. Coates is more of a traditional. You know. Well, yeah, he's more of a traditional. Uh, so as uh, of right now, too. Vernon Davis' career, he's he better than a lot of the guys already in the Hall of Fame. They were tight ends. What? I said, right now in his career, he's better than a lot of other tight ends that are already and in the Hall of Fame. Getting the Hall of Fame is a tight end. You've got to be something special. Vernon Davis is not he's something special. special. Oh, yeah. wow. Man. No. What's your criteria? What's your criteria? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shannon Sharp is a good one. Mike Dicka revolutionized the position. Mike Dicka. Tony Douglas. Tony Douglas. Man, that was uh, 19. Mike Dicka, was, Mike Dicka wouldn't have got in today, though. Honestly. Mike Dicka was the first re- actually receiving tight end. He wouldn't have survived in today's NFL. But that doesn't matter. That's irrelevant when you talk about Hall of Fame. It's like saying the baby. Roof is the greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah, probably. I would say that, yeah. Are you serious? Babe Ruth? He didn't play against the best competition. He play, He dominated at his time, yes. It doesn't Babe matter Ruth. what they are compared to he today. He didn't dominate. He's he didn't play still. the best player in the you, world. You could take a guy that couldn't he's get off the still. bench on the worst team in basketball and be a dominant player in the 40s. Does that mean he's the greatest player of all time? I'm saying that Babe Ruth the didn't play. Time and athletics are different. It's what you do no, in your didn't, era, he not didn't what you play, do compared he, to other eras. He didn't play the best players during his time. Really? You oh, don't think Ty Cobb the wasn't the no, best? talking about the Negro. He's he didn't play the, the best Negro players, league. so I can't go off him being the best baseball player. That is true. I'm not saying true. there wasn't good players in the Negro true. League that should have been in the majors, but it doesn't true. mean that all the, all the, the, everyone else was scrubs and all the greats were in the Negro League. That's a that's irrelevant. That's uh, ridiculous. Actually, someone, a lot someone, of the best players Someone say that. Someone yeah, say, someone say well. that. Someone say if it wasn't for you know the segregation that – some of the guys in the major leagues wouldn't have been in the And that's I'm not saying they would have knocked a lot of people out of jobs. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But you're telling me that, that Ty Cobb would have been out of a job? Like Walter Johnson would have been out of a job? No, come Those on. Guys yeah, are good. Buddy. Those guys are good anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't take away from the – I mean, you're talking about the top-level players, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying there wasn't great players in the Negro Leagues like Josh Gibson, Satchel Page, I mean, guys like that couldn't have been competitive and obviously impactful in the Major man, League Baseball. My granddaddy was in the Major Leagues, man. Big oh. Shirley Lawrence, man. Was he? Yeah. Nice. My grandfather made Triple A. He didn't play in the majors, though. He okay. actually ended up going off to World War II, so unfortunately. Yeah. Came back and became an accountant. You know, <laughs> no life, point life, in the story, but nonetheless. No, exactly. Nah, I mean, you know, hey. Well, Brandon Lawrence, I'm going to tell you, Brandon Lewis, you're on a Jerry Jones until some old time. I don't know what he did. Jerry Jones didn't sit out. 
I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Jerry Jones has been sued for something. Breaking news just across. I'm going to have to read it and look into it. Travis, see if you can pull it up and see what Jerry Jones uh, I saw something it earlier, be, actually, about a, a sex tape, but I don't know if that's oh, it was true. Yeah, something about, yeah. If Jerry there's Jones, a sex tape for Jerry man, Jones, how many of you in this room are watching that tape? I'd watch it. I, I, I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see proof. I, I, I don't, I'm, I don't I'm a pervert, though. If Rosie O'Donnell did a sex tape, I'd watch it. I don't care. I'd, just to say I saw it, I'd probably watch it. No, nah, I wouldn't watch that. <laughs> nah. Rosie Perez. I'd download oh. all the pictures. I'd watch that. There. I'd watch that on White Man Can't Jump pretty much. That's close Rose, enough. Oh, she's cold, man. In the intro, uh, do the right thing when she's dancing. She's better than J-Lo, man. No doubt. I'm killing J-Lo. She killing taught J-Lo. J-Lo. Yeah, she did. She was the original she flag was the girl. They were both flag girls, yeah. Yeah, she was, ori- she was original, though. She was the Rose, trainer of the flag girls. Yeah. yeah, she was like the J-Lo leader. just like, you know, she was like, they like, Rosie's gone, we need a replacement. Uh, we know this girl named, uh, bring her in. All right, check it. We need to take this break. We'll be right back with going deep. So we got to sign off, right? We got to sign yes, off because we're going to be going deep. coming up. So we're out of here, man. Out of Bounds is out of here. Going deep, guys, are coming up next. Thanks, guys. Every Tuesday, what, 7 to 9. 7 to 9, peace. Carlo Kellum. All right, all, all right, inside, man. Thanks for the insight. Brandon Lawson. All right, take it easy, y'all. Take we it out easy. of here, baby. Peace. Go Cowboys. I am not Chad Graham, but he is back from the forest, Chad. What's up? And I am not CJ Professor Mance, but he is here tonight, CJ. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Uh, We're going deep. We talk about college football. And as always, if you want to talk about college football, you can call in at the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 502-384-1450. That's 502-384-1450. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Going Deep Louisville or on Twitter at Going Deep Blue. We're going to start off with the question of the night like we always do. This week's question of the night, what do you think about the NCAA uh, dropping its sanctions against Penn State? What do you think about that, Chad? Well, this is it. You know, Sandusky, it's like he never happened. It's, it's like, it's like it, you know, in some ways, and a lot, of, a lot of people are already outraged. A lot of victims groups are already saying you know, it's it's like we're re-victimizing, but is it, you know, is it, question is, is it time to move on past all that, and, and is it time to, to, uh, to 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 give everybody a clean slate? You know, they got James Franklin. They've they've rid rid the coaching staff of most of the most of the individuals that were involved in all that business. But you know, and I'm excited about James Franklin as a coach. I think he's one of the best coaches, best young rising coaches, coaches talents in the NCAA football. And I, you know, you watched what he did at, at Vandy. Uh, turning a subpar SEC program into a program which consistently beat UK, uh, consistently beat other other uh, SEC teams, which never happened at Vandy. It was pretty much, you know, like uh, like Steve Spurrier once said, there are no Vandys in the NFL, and and that that's sort of what what James Franklin was able to do. But so, you, know, so you think they've suffered enough, Chad? Man, you know, you look at you look at what happened there and how long it, it went on. You know, it went on for for decades. For decades, that guy was able to 
to uh, perpetrate, perpetrate on kids, and, and everybody sanctioned it, let them get away with it. You know, they removed Joe Paterno's statute. Well, yeah. Let me let me read exactly what the NCAA found two years ago, and this is what Penn State agreed to. Penn State said this happened. They signed a consent decree saying this happened. And what they said was uh, that individuals, the university president, Graham Spanner, the senior vice president, uh, the athletic director, and Joe Paterno himself failed to protect against a child sexual predator harming children for over a decade. These men concealed Sandusky's activities from the board of trustees the university community, and authorities. CJ, what what do you think about the NCAA dropping the sanctions? The sanctions were four years bowl ban, uh, $60 million fine, and uh, uh, cut in scholarships that were supposed to last until 2015, but no longer. What do you think about that, CJ? I I think it's ridiculous. Um, Here's the thing. USC is still undergoing their sanctions for Reggie Bush getting paid. (laughs) Okay? Don't talk to me about how these kids didn't do anything didn't do anything about it. They didn't they weren't involved in the controversy. They are not they shouldn't be punished. USC students, athletes weren't there when Reggie Bush was there. They weren't there when Pete Carroll was there. They Reggie Bush has been in the NFL for a long time. He's an old veteran and they're still being punished now for getting money for violation of amateurism. Penn State as a university because they love football so much conceal the activities of an individual to protect Paterno's legacy and protect Penn State's legacy and protect the football program. That type of activity deserves a strong action. People are saying, well, the NCAA was inappropriate for their punishments in the first place. I don't care. Once they leverage the punishment, there's been nothing that demonstrates any type of justification for the reduction of sanctions. They deserve to be punished in some fashion. This was the only punishment that could be possibly conceived. There was no other punishment for the University of Penn State other than this from the NCAA. There has to be some price paid when you do something this terrible. Well, Faust, they, they're in what year? They, they suffered two years of consequences. Right. This is the second Essentially, year. right. Did they pay the $60 million fine? No, they did not. They, they were going to pay the $60 million fine. They paid it. Uh, Penn State did pay it to the NCAA, but then the state of Pennsylvania, who funds Penn State, uh, created a law that said any funds paid by Penn State to the NCAA have to be returned to the state of Pennsylvania uh, for child abuse uh, programs. And and what was really going on is, is the, the senator himself that filed the lawsuit said, you can't take money from our public institution. And, and what they did was just take the money back. So there was no fine. The, okay. the $60 million fine is going back to the state of Pennsylvania, who agree, whose university agreed that, it, that people high up in the university hid this and it was basically for for reasons that they didn't want their their football program to look bad. Well, I mean, how ridiculous is that? They didn't want their that like CJ was saying, where people are 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 breaking amateurism laws, and we're going to sit here and talk about those like the, their sanctity and and all that kind of stuff. Guys texting each other, incorrect that's, that's tweets, insane, exactly, incorrect insane. tweets. You get in trouble, but you but Penn State because they haven't they haven't done what in two years. I mean, what was expected of them? That they haven't cheated in two years. Uh, that that they, that they they get all of their stuff back. This is the first time the NCAA has ever rolled back a penalty, and they did it in the worst possible situation. They had a football team that was that they they agreed they were concealing child abuse. I think exactly, and that's the problem: the cover up. The, you know, the incidents themselves are bad. They're terrible, 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 tra- terrible things to happen to anyone, especially coming from somebody that everybody respected in the community, a, a popular a popular individual, popular man that people looked up to. Um, you know, and fast correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the NCAA headquarters up in Indianapolis? 
Yeah, it is. And and so if anybody wanted to to write in or speak out about it, you know, they're not too far well, away I, from us. I'll tell you what, Chad. I've read articles all day long, and I've not found a single article that di- that disagreed with the NCAA. Now I'm sure they're out there, and you can send it to us on on our Twitter site or on our Facebook site. Absolutely. But, well, what do you all think? E- ESPN ESPN said they agreed with with the NCAA rolling back the things. It said it's finally time. What, what, what do you guys think about what, that? What's so What's so frustrating is how this is being characterized as a feel good story. Is look at how these kids have overcome. That's nonsense. They haven't overcome anything. They were allowed to leave the school without penalty if they so choose to go to better programs. Or they could stay and deal with the penalties that were coming in. Then everyone else who came in later, like Hackenberg, their star quarterback, he knew what they were facing. They haven't overcome anything. Okay? They had nothing to do with it. USC's kids haven't overcome anything. They kept coming to the school and aware of the sanctions. Of course, people thought they might roll back USC sanctions because they seemed to be overly harsh for the thing that happened. But like you said, the NCAA didn't roll theirs back. They chose this to make the, the test case for rollbacks. And Chad, what do you think about the timing of the, of this announcement by the NCAA? We had this whole Ray Rice on, on Out of oh, Bounds yeah. that dominated Out of Bounds, and it yeah, should because it's, it, it's a big news story. But, but what do you think about the timing of the NCAA? Do you think it's fishy? It's it is certainly odd. You they, know, you contrast it. Is you know, they Roger slid it Goodell, on in. They slid it on in, in the uh, uh, while the internet's outraged about other things. Yeah. Well, and, and Roger Goodell gets paid like sixty million dollars a year himself, and he hands down these sanctions like they're like like he doesn't even think about it a second time. You know, he suspended the Colts owner. He's Jim Mercer. He's he issued a an indefinite ban to Ray Rice, and then suddenly clarified later today that he would consider perhaps uh, allowing him back if he proved proved to, to merit it, but. You look at the stiff penalties. Josh Gordon, Cleveland Browns wide receiver, like point zero one nanograms of marijuana in his blood. It, it, that's almost an unta- I don't even know how a test came up with that. It's almost like that should be a false positive. I, you know, that, that's bizarrely low. Uh, he gets a season long ban. He gets a season long ban, and and that was somehow upheld. That was somehow upheld. Well, that was upheld because it's a collectively collectively well, I, bargained issue. But, but still, but, but it defies rational. Th- it defies reason. It oh, defies and, reason. And they're looking at changing that rule. And, and then, yeah, it feels like you said. You compare it to what happened today with the NCAA. Yeah, they haven't even served half. They served half their punishments. Ha- basically, half their punishment. Not even if that. And and I'll be honest here. I, I actually spoke with several people who had a very strong opinion with this before I came in today. Um, I mentioned to you guys the Color Dash uh, here in uh, New Albany that's going to be on September 20th. Um, it's organized by the, by a group called the uh, Family and Children's Place. Their one their their main focus is helping families and children in particular who are victims of violence and sexual abuse. Um, no one at this benefit today at this at this gathering felt overly strong and positive about the NCAA, and they were right to feel that way. This is a terrible message. It shows a devaluating. It shows what what the NCAA values. The NCAA values keeping their own, keeping players from getting money right over this. They literally see a value a violation of the amateurism rules as a bigger issue than this. Well, the NCAA is just so weak now. I mean, that's what they're showing. The NCAA is essentially overruled by all the big schools. Now they're showing they can be overruled by one big football school. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 about. I would say within the next decade there will be no NCAA. They're showing that right now. They're so weak. Need. I mean that that was an appropriate punishment. If you went back two years ago when all of this wasn't yeah, dying exactly. down, and, and you told somebody that two years from now we'll we'll see if if they're able to not conceal sexual abuse for two years, then we'll roll back. 
I mean, is that the standard they're being held by? They they haven't concealed sexual abuse for two years, so they're doing pretty good. I mean, I don't I don't understand what's going on. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's entirely ridiculous. But, and, and there were th- you know, and I don't I don't fault it. You know, if you put yourself in the shoes of a Penn State fan when they when all this stuff broke, of, you know, of course you love your team, but at some point there comes a line, and when when actions cross that line, and 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 they cross in line as such they did in Penn State with with Sandusky and 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 the cover up and the fact that you know even the, and I don't know whether this was proven in court but that Joe Paterno himself knew about it was aware of these things. And that, that's what they agreed to and the continued. Consent. You know yeah, they agreed to that. It's sanctioning that kind of that kind of a deed and and the, the band should have should have remained in place. The band was really not it was in some ways not hard hard enough. I think. Well, I, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna go to that color walk. And, and CJ, when was that again? September twenty eighth. September twentieth. Twentieth. And Here how do I New find Albany. out information about if that? If you want to find out about the event, come out. Uh, look at www.thecolor-5k.com.com. Thecolor-5k.com. Um, it's a good event. Come out, raise awareness for victims of child abuse and family and, violence. And CJ, you don't have to actually run that, right? No, you can walk it too. Ah, it's, right. it's a good yeah, time. Yeah, because I'm not running it. I'm not running. You've seen the pictures on on uh, on our Facebook wall. I'm not running anything. And the other thing I'm going to do is not watch any more Penn State games. I, I don't. I haven't uh, watched them since this thing went down. I, t- I change the channel whenever I see them. I don't know anything about them. Which leads us into the first game we're going to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to talk about uh, some Penn college State football Rutgers. fun stuff now. We're going to move off to college football. Penn State Rutgers. You guys are, have, who have been listening are aware of what we do. We, we are, are ripping off Bill Simmons, except we do it way better than Bill Simmons. We're talking about <laughs> college football. And what we do is we guess the line that Vegas has set. We're not guessing what we would set it at. We're not guessing what the final score would be. We're trying to guess what Vegas would set the line at. So the favorite minus 10, the favorite whatever. The first game up this week is is Penn State, a wonderful Penn State. They're back of force, <laughs> according to ESPN. It's feel good story. Penn State at Rutgers. What do you, what do you think about that game, Chad? Well, you know, I, I was looking at that, game, and I I followed Penn State a little bit after they stole Vanderbilt's quarterback and James Franklin. And he is one of the most dynamic quarterback or dynamic coaches, head coaches to watch, um, and to see what he can do with a team that's that's mediocre, that's lacking parts, and put it all together. Um, you know. I, th- I think they're going to beat Rutgers. Uh, I'm I'm putting the line at, at 11. Okay. But uh, you know, I don't, Rutgers is a decent team. I know that that uh, uh, Penn State struggled in the running game, but you know, I still I still see them beating Rutgers. What do you What do you think, CJ? Well, Rutgers, um, they've won their two games. They struggled in both. Penn State actually, I think, was better this week than they were last. Um, uh, and I just think that. Um, but even as at Rutgers, so it's going to be closer than you would initially anticipate. Penn State minus three. Well, I'll tell you what. If if there had been video of what Jerry Sandusky did, <laughs> and I, I'm, not, I'm serious. <laughs> no, that's there, true. If it's there had true. been video on that leaked, we wouldn't even be talking about Penn State yeah. right now. Penn State wouldn't have a football program ever again. Uh, that's yes. a good point. Absolutely. If that that's video leaked point. out right now, we would not ever be talking about that. Just the video. Yeah, okay. The, the video seems to be very key to the outrage out there. And so, so we've we've talked about the video, uh, but now a little bit about the <laughs> about the game. Uh, you know, Penn State uh, is on the rise, according to ESPN. I think they're going to lose this Rutgers' first game, but I think I think uh, I'm not going to talk about it much more because I hate Penn State. Penn State, I had minus seven in Vegas, and Vegas actually had it 
at minus three, CJ was right on. So that's one point for CJ. All right, CJ. Well, let's get away from Penn State and get to somewhere where it's happy, fun games. What's the next game up on the list, uh, Chad? The next game up we got is, is Louisville, Virginia. And the cards. This is an a- ACC mashup right here, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a tougher game than I think a lot of people think. You know, Virginia has one of the most underrated defensive lines um, in in college football, and you know that's gonna match up against a U of L team which hasn't had that much of a problem running the ball. And they may, are they going to get Dyer back? I don't know. You know, I think there's some talk um, that that he's going to be playing again. But um, you know, I, I definitely see U of L coming away victorious in this. All our wide receivers have looked just as good as advertised, even without uh, even without Devontae Parker, Kyle LaCruz looking good. Obviously, we're all rooting for James Quick to get some more uh, get some more snaps, and I, I see it going. I see it going eleven and a half in Louisville's favor in Vegas. Okay, CJ, what do you have? What do you think thinks going to happen this game, and what do you think Vegas thinks? Um, honestly, um, my my initial thought was okay. Uh, UVA can't really score that well. We have a good defense. They were able to keep it close against UCLA because UCLA has a weak offensive line, and their defensive line was able to pressure um, Hundley. Our offensive line's good. We're going to win this game comfortably. at us at minus 10. Okay, I'll say, I want to bring up Reggie Bonifant. I mean, I heard some talk on other uh, local radio saying that there's a QB controversy and Reggie Bonifant is is uh, better than Alex Smith playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Who uh, said that? I'm not going to name him. No, We're no, not promoting other states. Al- no one, no one with any tre- sense. No one with any sense. It wasn't Trevor. I'll say that. And so, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, do you agree with that? <laughs> I've yet to even get in on the Bonifon bandwagon. I still have no doubt that he might end up playing another position. I'm not sold on that still yet. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm with with Trevor on that. He looked really good though against Murray State. He made some some good throws, but it was Murray State. Yeah, who was he against? Yeah, <laughs> Murray. Sorry, it's not I, I didn't catch that right there. What was uh, that? The Racers. The no, Racers. OBC. Not uh, to be confused with the establishment. Who? On your way to Sparta, Kentucky. So you're telling me if he doesn't get a starting job at Louisville, he can go to the OVC and dominate. That's right. Okay. Or maybe to the Chiefs. Or the Chiefs, I guess. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. But, so, but he looked good. I'll say that. He did look good. I'm not ready to go that far. I think uh, Gardner looks really good. But I do think this is going to be a lot closer than most people expect. Uh, Virginia's been playing teams tough. They played UCLA tough. Uh, they took them to the last quarter. They looked pretty good last that game. Uh, I had this one, Louisville by 14, though, high-octane offense. And Vegas actually had that one open at minus 10, but now it's at minus 7. So C.J. Wow. wins that one Close. again. Close. He was right on with the opening, but that's two points Ooh. for C.J. C.J., we're, we're getting to my favorite game of the year. This is always my favorite <laughs> game of the year because this is one of the two longest streaks. And this is a quiz, C.J. What, what are the two lo- active longest winning streaks uh, in NCAA football, of a team versus another team. Well, one is UK uh, losing every year to Florida. That I know because it makes me laugh. Right. Um, and then um, beyond that, is it? Uh, is, could it be? Is it Indiana to Ohio State? Nope. Okay. Nope. Temple is involved. <laughs> well, Temple. Temple I, is it involved. Be, it could be anybody. <laughs> so. Trevor, you got this one. Uh, Temple for the well, it's not Penn State. You already talked to them, and it's not Notre Dame because they play Purdue this week. I'll say uh, Ohio State, Michigan, one of the two, maybe. Actually, actually, it is Penn State. I think it is Penn State. I was going to say. I mean, I'm thinking of a Philadelphia school. (laughs) There you go, Penn State. I think it's Penn State. But I thought you said Penn State played somebody else, or was I not paying attention? Uh, Oh, they're playing somebody else. They're playing somebody else. Playing Rutgers. 
Oh, I thought you meant both games were this week, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, That's no, where no, I got no. confused. Okay, so it is Penn State. All right. Well, we say it. All right, pat myself on the back. Well, you know, it's it's UK, Florida, and UK fans' hopes soar every single year, and they get crashed <laughs> to bits every single year. Do you know the year last time Florida uh, lost to Kentucky? Was it 1984? That would 84. be 1984. Who scored the game-winning touchdown? Oh. Uh, God, dude. You listen to the afternoon drive, born, you would have heard that answer today. <laughs> oh, I was doing business, Trevor. Was. I was doing business. <laughs> Mark Higgs, by the way. Mark Higgs was wow. the running back who ended up playing for the, the uh, Dolphins later on. Well, there's people at UK. I mean, there's been people who have gone all the way through UK and become doctors, went through medical school, who've never seen UK, weren't alive when UK beat Florida last. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, it's, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's not likely to happen again this year. It's It's – at Florida, first of all. And, you know, Kentucky, while they're showing improvement, they've got Patrick Tolles throwing the ball well. <clears throat> they, they don't have enough pieces to really overcome Florida's defense. They, they're not going to end up end up being able to pace with these guys. So I, I'm predicting a huge blowout, 20 points. Uh, you think Vegas Florida. has it at 20? I think they have it, I think they have it at 20. I'd be right, surprised well, if it's less What do you 20. think, CJ? You think the new Patrick Tolles <laughs> he, the air raid is going gonna, is gonna to dominate down in the swamp? He's not enough. Uh, Florida's defense is good. Um, one thing their coach can do, Muschamp can do, is coach defense. Um, Kentucky, honestly, you start to see some cracks against Ohio's defense when they settle down on the road. They actually started playing pretty well against Kentucky's air raid offense. Florida's going to stop the run, put it on tolls, rush the pasture, and then on offense, it's always downhill. Something st- breaks special teams, stuff goes going wrong, and then Florida runs away with it, particularly at home. Florida by, by 17. You know, I, I'm a little bit different than you guys. I watched Kentucky the first two games. I thought they looked pretty good. Patrick Tolles is a big improvement on last year's team. Uh, the defense, defensive line especially looks good. And they're going down to the swamp where Florida just isn't really that good on offense. I know they have Kurt Roper, the new offensive coordinator, and they, they beat Eastern Michigan 65 nothing this week. But that's the kind of game you want. That's a trap game, 65 nothing. Uh, the next game, they're not going to be prepared to go. So this will be their second game of the year at home against a team they think they can beat. They've beaten them for 20-something years. Maybe this is the year Stoops shocks the world and gets some more recruits well, down there. Well, now, you know, now this is – you said 65, and now that's true. It was a blowout versus – what was it? Uh, Eastern Michigan. Eastern yeah. Michigan. Let's listen to the stat line. Treon Harris, two for two, 148 yards, two touchdowns. He threw two passes, two touchdowns, 148 yards. That's Which, what that, you know, and he's he's backing up Driscoll, obviously, but but uh, and it was it was garbage time, but still, yeah, that's, know, that's an incredible efficiency, right? right there. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. These are they, they, it wasn't a real game, so but they they probably think they're better than they are. They they sure aren't world beaters down there. So I I put this one at Florida by two touchdowns, less than you guys, but CJ again picked this one dead on. What was uh, it? Minus seventeen, Vegas at minus seventeen. You so know, that's three points for CJ. Vegas is wrong there. He's Vegas, hot. Vegas is totally wrong there. And I mean, what do well, you think? You, what you, what you, does you, UK? You what, have, uh, Chad, you, how are they totally wrong? You have them at minus twenty. That's three points. Well, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Vegas, Vegas should be. What I'm saying is, Vegas should be having the spread a little higher. That's what I'm saying. Not that I, I know they're going to put up points, but anyway, let's move to the next. Next game, next game. Florida Indiana. did go four and eight last year. I mean, let's let's not like, right. act like they were a sugar ball team or something. Oh, yeah. I had a lot before. of injuries, and they also play Alabama next week after this Kentucky game. You want to talk about coming in cocky, also true, looking at trap something. game, that trap game. That is that is the trap game. See, see, the trap game. I think would matter if they weren't four and eight. They are incredibly talented. That's the issue. Incredibly talented, coming off a bad season. 
I don't think they're going to look past anybody. Trevor will be here at the Sports Buzz headquarters with that air raid siren going off all game. <laughs> what's, 20, what's 20 game? points against Ohio doesn't get you an air raid siren. <laughs> what, what's the next Not game? Quite. Indiana Bowling Green. This is actually going to be an interesting matchup. They, be, they beat the tar out of Bowling Green last year. Um, and and I, I see them doing it again. Um, it looks like it. What's that? Yeah. Um, it looks like I, I would put it at at IU by ten. It was forty two ten last year, which is is a major major difference. But I think that uh, Nate Nate Sudfield will have no problem against them. What do you think about this, CJ? I, I have Indiana by ten. Is what I what I thought. I thought they were going to go with points. Hey, yeah, yeah. CJ had them by the ten. Page. Chad had them. Uh, I think by twenty. Is that what you said? Chad no, by, by ten. By ten. By ten. Chad changed it to to, to ten. <laughs> by and 10. And Indiana didn't look very good the first two games. I'll say that, or the first game they played Indiana State. Uh, and I, something surprising in Vegas. Vegas actually had this one. Well, I'll tell you what I had. It. I had Indiana minus four just because I watched that whole Indiana State game. They did not look good. And Vegas actually had this a Bowling Green favorite at minus what? three when it opened. But it's a ton of money has been put on Indiana. They're now minus seven, but it started out as a, a Bowling Green favorite. So, so there's been a ten point swing there. Uh, the next game though. A crazy 10-point swing. Let's talk about something that's probably going to stay the same. Georgia-South Carolina. What do you think about that one, Chad? Georgia, well, is Malcolm Mitchell back, or is he, is he still He's still a few weeks away? Uh, you got you got Gurley and Marshall coming back. South Carolina obviously has, has struggled in, in a lot of ways this season. I'm going Georgia um, in this game by uh, by substantial substantially different margin, I think, than you guys. I'm, I've got them at six. And um, I'm I'm looking at this. I thought I thought Georgia is they're all going on the road. SC in the road. I thought us uh, Georgia by by three. All right, and I had uh, Georgia. I love Gurley minus five, and the Vegas line is minus six right now. So uh, Chad wins that one. Yes, Chad wins. Uh, see, <laughs> the hey, glory, CJ, the talk, glory. Talking about winning. Let's talk about your uh, your financial planning and and asset protection stuff. Well, guys, uh, what I do is I do life insurance to protect families. Um, we do retirement planning, and we do uh, um, asset preservation with healthcare and retirement planning. So if you want to protect your family, want to protect your assets, give me a call at 678-938-8961. Nice, right, One more game, and this, then we're going to get off of here. What do this, you is, this is going to be the can't-miss game to me. UCLA at UCLA Texas? UCLA at Texas. There's so much writing on this. You know, I, I already typed it. You type in a Google search. When will we fire Charlie Strong? And then they're already starting to bubble up in Texas about getting rid of Charlie Strong. You know, he's clashing with a lot of people. He's dismissed eight, uh, dismissed or suspended or released eight different key players. Some of them key players. Um, UCLA is is a team that a lot of people expected to make a push in the Pac-12. I, I'm going. I'm going Texas. I've you know I've thought a lot about it. I think Texas has got a lot to show. I know David Ash is done. I'm going Texas by three. What do you think, CJ? Um, UCLA by 13. And uh, I got uh, Texas Strong put signs up saying all the stats last year from BYU game, and he thought uh, players were going to rip down those signs. Nobody did. He, he knows that his team has no fight. Uh, I had Texas by uh, – or UCLA by seven, and Vegas has it UCLA by eight. So I win that one. That's another edition of Going Deep – We'll be back uh, next week, 8.30 to 9 on 14.50, the Sports Buzz. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. See you then. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.